Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I am the pastor of a church called Soul here at Alostar in Malaysia. In this podcast, we will dive into conversations that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. As you're listening, I'm sure you'll learn a thing or two, but I believe this podcast will help you to expand your perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. Lynette Chai, it's so good to have you again. And uh, let me be the first to tell you this. Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas to you too. Thanks um, for having me again. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed uh, our conversation and our listeners too. Well, we've got uh, a ton of DMs and I'm just very happy that we've got one of our uh, listeners to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I'm so happy too. Before we continue, any Christmas wish list for this year? Christmas wish list? Well, I usually don't do list though. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> From now, it will be really best of health for everybody. Aww. And, yeah, and these times like this, I think nothing is more important than health. Yeah, thank you so much, Lynette. Wishing health to everybody. Mm. Um, that would be a very good Christmas wish for everyone. Yeah, and probably, yeah, if I could be a bit more greedy, I think it's for people to get reunited with their families. Because right. now that I'm back in JB, I really think that, oh my gosh, if in the coming, like especially Chinese New Year that is just not too far away from now. And if I can't come home yeah. to Chinese New Year, that would be really sad. And and a lot of people really don't have any way to go around it if they don't have a, a ladder or anything. So yeah, yeah, I hope everybody can get back to their family. Yeah, like you were just saying how this opportunity arose, you know, there was a work trip and you just jump on it immediately yeah so you can see your family yeah yeah you know uh what a good wish for everyone out there you know we hope that our government will be able to you know solve things as soon as possible mm -hmm. and yeah. we again remember to sanitize wash your hands right wear your mask stay safe mm -hmm. um but tonight lynette i am uh, grateful to have you again um but i want to zoom in to the year 2021 we are getting right. ready. I don't want to wait till 2021 to start preparing. I want to start preparing now and I want to encourage all the listeners to do the same as well. Mm. And I know that you are a planner, you know, you think about like future, you know, you think about what to do. Uh, I want to ask, you know, what can we do to prepare to make our mental game stronger? You know, 2021, uh, I've heard a few people saying that it's a year of unpredictability. It's going to be unpredictable. Right. You know, we don't know what's going to happen next and all. But I'm sure there are some things, habits or rituals that we could, you know, maybe learn. So what do you have for us, Lynette? Well, I guess generally when we think about the word, or when we hear the word unpredictability, we get really scared. Because yeah. unpredictable means unsafe. Yeah. Yeah, like we don't know what's ahead, uncharted territory, and, and the word unprecedented is so overused in, in the couple of months before. Yes. And, and, and we are so scared of that word now because it's paired up with all the bad things around, right? Mm -hmm. So we really don't like it. But um, And because we don't like it, our mind will always think of different ways to work against it. Mm -hmm. and, and we do that by more planning. You know, by doing more planning, we, we, we build up more assumptions. 
or putting more strategies in, in hope that this will help ourselves to predict as much as possible. In other words, we want to be in control. Mm. Right. Yep, and, right. And which is good, which is good. But, but the thing is, when we always come to this topic about how do we want to prepare for the unpredictable future, there's always this associ- association with the need to be in control. And, and that nothing is wrong with that, but it becomes unhelpful when our need to be in control, our fear, our worries, our need to plan, plan and plan stop us from taking action. And so the anger that I'm going with this is, we want to plan for our future, yes, but are we now, do we want to have a check-in with ourselves and see, are we stuck in just planning, overthinking, right, over-strategizing, or are we being trapped in a lot of fears about the future? Where are we now mentally before we even talk about where we want to be tomorrow? Could you maybe just walk us through some like examples of a person who is over-preparing, over-strategizing? Right. Um, I would say if you are constantly thinking, ruminating, um, having different thoughts, doing a lot of research, but there is inaction. <laughs> mm. You know, like you can plan and plan and plan. You talk to different people, you, you, you involve yourself in different kinds of discussions, and yet there is no action taken after that. So what you're trying to say that, is yep. keep things simple in a sense? I wouldn't say to keep things simple, but mm-hmm. to really see if we are, if what is stopping us from making that move now? Is it is it over planning? Is it overthinking? Mm. Are we stuck in our mind, and we have not actually made an action? I have not taken an action on it. So I was right. just talking about this with a friend this afternoon, and then he was just sharing with me how he's being stuck between. He had a lot of plans pre COVID, and now. With this, things just don't just things just didn't turn out the way he wants it to be, and and he was asking me like you know what 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 should he do and things like that. And I realized that in all his sharing, there's a lot of planning. There's a lot of while well, talking to different people, um, planning the best for himself financially, but I don't see him taking action to actually make things happen. Wow. Okay. So okay. so there is almost like a need of and, and, and for him his context was that he pre COVID he was in a very good place. He he was in a very good career, in a very good country, and he really loved it. And and he decided to come back and create something. Then COVID came and then everything just you know threw off the window. And and in his sharing I have I have this sense that he's trying to create something to reach the same high as he had before. Mm. And, and, and when he couldn't, and when he thinks, think, uh, when he thinks that he couldn't actually reach that high, he stopped doing anything. So, so even, so let's not talk about taking action, you know, just by thinking about it, he thinks that, oh, no way now I'm going to reach that high. Okay, I'm going to continue thinking and see if I can come with better strategies. Yeah, so at the end of the day, where are we going with this? We are going, we are, we are nowhere. We are just back in this same square. Thinking and thinking and thinking. I think I had a conversation with Keith, uh, our mutual friend. And mm. yeah, I think for myself, um, I think there was a period maybe from August, or August, September, October during that period. Like I was just so tired of just adapting, you know, 
just adapting, yeah. adapting. Because this year, a lot of people say, you know, hey, you just got to adapt to the situation, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you know, my wife and I, um, the story goes, you know, we kind of moved back to uh, Alostar to start a church. And, you know, we mm -hmm. have all these fancy ideas and stuff. But hey, COVID came along the way, you mm -hmm. know, so that kind of puts off track. So 2020 was a lot of adapting, adapting. And yeah, and then just came August till September. I was just in the planning mode, like, you know, wow, just to plan, 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 plan. And then I was just excited to share it with Keith. And he said like, hey, why is there so many plans? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I was taken aback, I was taken aback. But yeah, I kind of know what, what, what you mean right now, you know, because if we're not careful, we are caught in the fear. And this fear of like, you know, unpredictability, um, the fear yeah. of, you know, what if things don't work out? So you just got to plan, mm -hmm. plan, plan A, plan B, plan C. But then what happens is that we don't take any action at all. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. And, and that is what we call, um, which is why you always hear people say, especially now, uh, that the, there's this huge uh, awareness on staying in the present moment. Hmm. Because, if we don't practice about being in the present, our mind will either be ruminating about the past or worrying about the future. And so that doesn't lead us anywhere if we are so stuck in that two state, you know, future, past, future, past, and where is now. Right. So would you say that staying in the present could be a habit for us as we move into 2021 and beyond? That's right. And in fact, the word that I probably want to introduce today is called psychological flexibility. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Psychological flexibility. Flexibility. Please you know, in, in the face of in the face of constant change, actually what essentially what we are talking about is constant change, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because we don't know about our future and we, we want to gear up for whatever that may turn up at our door. Right. And, and and one of the key and probably most powerful skill that we can build is psychological flexibility. And, and this will help us tremendously in our mental health. Um, and basically what psychological flexibility is all about is really just learning how to stay rooted in the present moment mm -hmm. when difficult thoughts, feelings, and sensations arise. Because when we do that, we, we actually, it actually helps us to take a broader and more holistic view of the situation. It's very similar to the mindfulness episode that we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you could actually take on the observer self and see what comes through your mind right now, you're being in the present. Mm -hmm. And when you're being in the present and you're seeing all these things that are happening in you, in your mind, now, now you can, you're, you're actually at a better place to make better decisions instead of being carried away by the emotions, your thoughts, which are usually more fluctuating. And, and now that you can actually choose your response according to your values or your vision in your life, if we are not being sucked into all these thoughts and, mo and emotions at that moment. Mm -hmm. But if you don't mind me asking, um, mm. I see like there is a potential danger in psychological flexibility because if I don't do it properly or the right way, I can mm -hmm. be viewed as, or I could practice um, being careless, being not thoughtful. Could that happen? So you're saying this because you're thinking of um, being psychologically flexible, meaning I don't plan enough. 
I yeah. because I stay in the moment, so I don't. Oh, okay. Well, I guess no, no, no. That's not that's not where what I meant. Uh, it's mm-hmm. more of like we continue to do planning. We continue to make uh assumptions. We make predictions. We plan as much as we could. It is right. only when this planning, this, um. Yeah, it's only when all this planning and and thinking stop us from making action, stop us from taking action, stop us okay. from moving somewhere that we want to be. All right, all right. That means this is not like a an escape, you know, to yep. run away kind of thing. But really, we continue to plan. We continue to be consistent in what we are doing. To assume, yeah. to to really think best about the future. But um, if we find ourselves in action. You know, there's nothing going yeah. on. Then I think we really need mm-hmm. this in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, a very a very typical example would be a lot of fresh grads that I that I've come to spoke with recently, mm-hmm. uh, in touch with recently. Uh, I think one common thing is they always tell me, "Hi, I'm so fearful about my future, lah. Like I don't know which company should I should I put in my resume to." Uh, blah 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 blah. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that. But this is my passion. But if I come, if this company offer me, it's not my passion. But the pay is good. You know, all these kind of thoughts. Uh-huh. Then, so what have you done? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you can plan and you can think ahead, which is really great because you're trying to figure out what you want, right? But mm-hmm. but what have you done at this moment in time? Have you even started sending out your resume? Yeah, yeah. Have you even started drafting your resume? <laughs> um, I was just talking to Keith, and I also talk about this in um, the community at Seoul during one of our gatherings uh, on Zoom. And I was just thinking a lot about this, and especially my generation. Um, we we are just bombarded with options to the point where we yep. are drowning in it. So I, I propose an idea to eliminate options. You know, we just got to eliminate options mm. and that way we just choose, stick to it. You know, do you think there's a similarity yeah. to this about eliminating options and also the fear of like this person you just shared, like they're not even doing anything. <laughs> mm. Well, I think these are two very different issues, but on limiting options, I've come to realize that um, being resourceful used to be a big skill that we mm. shout out about, you know, maybe like 10 years ago. If you go for any job interview, people want you to be resourceful. But today, resources are no longer scarce. Just go on to Google, you have everything you want. Yeah. And to me, today, the bigger skill is no longer being resourceful, but to have the ability to filter information. Wow. And, and to me, that is even more important right now because how are you going to make use of the information thrown at you mm-hmm. and make a decision out of it? Yeah, it was easier back then to make decisions because like you said, we didn't have that many options. Yeah. But now it's the other way around. And and to and to exercise filtering means exercise um control. Mm-hmm. Uh or to an extent to fight against temptation because you have so many options, right? Yeah. And and it's definitely harder. It's definitely harder. Yeah, but but coming back to this is really not so much of limiting options, but but dropping the struggle of wanting to, to, to be in control of everything. Okay, I get you. See, the, the whole thing about this over-planning and overthinking is because we want to be in control as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Right? We think that if I plan enough, if I cover more grounds, I can be 
in a better position. You know, I can have, I can be in more control of the situation, um, which is true. But, but the need to be in control shouldn't covers the the need to take action. Right. You know, it shouldn't drown the need to take action. Like if we want to be in control so much so that we're not doing anything, then we're not moving forward. And then we are stuck. When we are not moving forward, we are stuck and we are stuck and we will have, our mental health is drained because human beings don't like to be stuck in a position. We, inaction gives us a lot of frustration. We, have, we become very restless. So uh, in the midst of filtering information, and making a choice, sticking to it, you know. I think one of the things that this generation have a tough time is the what if, the consequences yeah. of the what if. Okay, you know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to choose this job. I, uh, another offer come, that one is a better pay, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm sure you've encountered a lot of people like that. What, what would you advise them? I would say let's not put so much focus on the goals but start focusing on values. Mm. Okay, I'm saying this not saying that we shouldn't have goals in life. That's not what I meant. Right. Um, but it's more of like, we can have goals in life and we want to achieve them, that's great. But, but what's next after you have achieved a goal? So, so when, when you have so many options, there must be a goal in your mind, like a vision in your mind that you want to achieve. That's why you're making all these Um, comparisons, like which one will actually bring you closer to the goal that you have in your mind, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and then, okay, so, so, so fine, you you have, you have already accomplished the goal, but then what's next? Then you always need a next goal. Yeah. So, and, and then you will never know that what, what would be a better decision to actually help you move towards your goal, uh, to help you move closer to your goal. So it's very hard. Like it's very, it's, it's again, it's, it's again, there's a lot of assumptions, a lot of thinking, a lot of justifications, which nobody could actually tell what is right and wrong. But if we focus more on values, instead of what do you want to achieve, but what kind of person do you want to be mm. in this moment? Mm-hmm. What values do you carry in you? So, for example, as a student, um, what would be your core value as, as an employee or as a person, being able to contribute, maybe like a lot of people been telling me that they want to be able to contribute to the society. They want to be someone who is useful. Mm-hmm. Right. So, okay, fine. So be, one thing to contribute is a big thing to you. Then now you come back to this decision, uh, this crossroad that you are at. What kind of behavior or what kind of action can you take right now that actually brings you closer to the person you want to be, the person that can actually contribute to the society or contribute to whichever area you want to be in. I think many times people don't think about the values. That's you know, that. They yeah. just focus on their goals and they chase a goal after another goal. And I guess that's why <laughs> I find myself asking you this question as well because these people, you know, they are, it's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with goals again, but yeah. if our values are not aligned. You know, if we don't check our core values, then we will just end up so depressed, so, you know, tired, chasing after something that we cannot achieve. But actually, if we are having the right set of values, we are already, we could celebrate life. You know, mm-hmm. we are already at a better place. Yeah. To, to really find meaning in what you do now and also to ask yourself, 
what kind of person do you want to be and what do you want to be known for? You know, in your funeral, what do you want to hear from people around wow. you say about you? Mm-hmm. And, and, and to me, that is really one big direction in help in guiding us in what to do, especially when we are facing this, you know, unpredictable future. Because day to day, you will have to make decisions. But, but what is more apparent and what is more powerful than setting our direction on values, based mm-hmm. on our values? Because you will never ever achieve your value. It's, it's a direction. Like if your value is caring, right? You can never achieve caring. Yeah, yeah. You, you get what I mean? And yeah. that will always propel you to move forward. Like you want to be a caring father and and, and let's say MCO comes back again and you're stuck at home mm-hmm. and you have to work from home and you need to take care of your kids. Now your value will come in and say, as a caring father, what would you need to do at this moment? Mm-hmm. Instead of, okay, because every other father is uh, reading, their, reading, reading storybook to their kids, I have to do it. If not, I'm not a good father. But everybody is different. But if you carry, if you, if you hold on to your value as being a caring father, you do your own way. You do whatever that, that, that brings you closer to your value as a caring father. Yeah. And that will really guide us in, in making day-to-day decisions and also facing all this unpredictability. I, I love the example you gave. I know it's morbid, but I think people need to think about it. What do you want to be on your tombstone? You know, what do you want mm-hmm. people to say when you are not here on earth anymore? Uh, one person that talked about this was actually Hannah Tan in one of our conversations on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When she talked about it, she said it with confidence. And immediately, you could already sense her value so strong, yeah. you know, to what she's doing, to the people that she's reaching out to, you know, to how her focus is uh, at the end of the day, everything I do is to make sure to help that one person, you know. And, yeah. and she said it, she said it herself, you know, um, at the day when I die on my tombstone, what would, that, what mm-hmm. it, what would it be written on Hannah Tan's tombstone, mm. you know? So I was like yeah. blown away. And to hear you talk about it as well. And I think, yeah, we need to really think about some of these things you know, to really put our value into the right perspective. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be like big, big thing. It can be really small decisions in life, but governed by these values. Mm. That will make a whole lot of a difference. So we, we no longer are stuck in um, pet, petty, petty stuff. Like, oh, should I pick up <laughs> this job or not? But which, but which job or or which action that you can take now actually brings you closer to the person you want to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think our generation, we need it more than ever to focus on these things. I don't know if it's education or maybe media who tells us to go after your dreams, chase your goals, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe because of that, we are kind of like goal-oriented instead of value-oriented. Yeah, probably. I mean, we definitely cannot deny the impact of social media and how we are being brought up. Generally, we are very brought up in a very goal-oriented environment. 
education, go for exams. Even exams itself is goal-oriented. Right. Go for straight A's. <laughs> oh, gosh. 60 miles, not good enough. 70, 80, 90, 100. You know, these are all goals in life. And, and we, we associate all these with values. Mm-hmm. If I score 100, means I'm a good girl. Uh-huh. Means I am, yeah, means I'm excellent. Means whatever it means. Um, but is it really true? <laughs> so, Teacher Lynette, I failed, really my, I failed my ad meds. How? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, <it> is okay. <laughs> but what kind of person do you want to be now? Look at where you oh, are right man. now. You know? Yeah. Uh, but you know, thinking back about like just moments like that, you know, oh man, it can be, it's so, it can be detrimental. You know, it can be really crazy, especially if you're yeah. chasing for the wrong, wrong set of goals. Um, thanks, yeah. Lynette. A couple of things that I learned from you tonight um, to really prepare our mental strength as we move on to 2021. You talk about, mm-hmm. you know, if we are just constantly in control and there's no action, it's bad. So we really have to look into it. You talk about psychological flexibility, you know, allowing mm-hmm. yourself to be in the moment to think, okay, you know what? What am I doing? Something about being mindful as well. You know, not to just jump yeah. into it, but to really embrace, to see, okay, the moment, all right, this is what I'm going through. I'm, it's going to be better. Things are going to get better. And you also talk about mm-hmm. le- a generation that needs to learn how to filter information. You know, not mm-hmm. just to take everything in, drown in the what ifs, and then nothing happens. Thank you, Lynette. I, I really appreciate your time. And I just love to pick your brains on these things. But before we end this podcast, mm-hmm. what would be one grand, grand encouragement for people right now as they're entering into mm-hmm. 2021? One grand thing. Um, I would say, let's stop spending our energy on fighting the old, but really start focusing our energy on building the new. There are too, too, we spend too much time thinking about how can we, how can we go back to the pre-COVID days. Um, but if it's no longer going to happen, the world has changed, then let's start really focusing our energy on building the new. And that could be taking up a new habit, learning how to stay present, that is new. You know, focusing on what kind of person do you want to be, that is new. So in 2021, what kind of person do you want to be and what do you want to stand for? Build, build that person. Channel your energy to building that person, that family, that community that you want to be. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, once again, you know how to reach reach out to Lynette. It's at L-Y-N-N-E-T-T-E. C-H-A-I. On IG, um, thank you, Lynette. Uh, I know you've been reaching out to one of our uh, uh, friends from our community here at Seoul, mm-hmm. and so yep, you can reach out to her. She is a licensed counselor, and she'll be willing to help you out. Know that you're not alone. There's a community out there, and the people who think about you. Once again, thanks, Lynette. Really appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you, Daniel. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Do share it with your friends. Now, if you have any questions, you can DM us on our Instagram at Seoul Malaysia.